I love mentoring people, whether you, me or anyone else that you, you know, align yourself with is fine. Just make sure that they're still in the business. Make sure that their intent is really helping you. Anyone that I work with, I don't have a timeline as to when I stop helping them because everyone learns at a different rate. Everyone that I work with is not time-based, it's result-based. Welcome to the Big Fat Real Estate Checks Podcast with Marco Kozlowski, where we help investors like you get the knowledge and skills you need to replace your J-O-B with passive cash flow for life. Hey, Marco here. I really wanted to share with you our earlier podcasts that we created. Now, our mics were not the best, but the content was really strong. And I know you will learn a lot. We had an absolute blast recording this, and I know you're absolutely going to love it as much as we loved recording it. This extremely content-rich information will not only give you the edge in your real estate investing business, but in everyday life. Enjoy. Why, hello. Welcome to another episode where we're going to share with you a couple people that need to be on your power team in order to be quite successful in this business. Now, we're not going to go in any particular order of importance. Uh, we're going to go over uh, a short list that we have, and I'm sure a few more will, will pop in uh, to our heads as we, uh, we do this. Uh, every episode we do is actually quite organic. Um, we just have a topic and we just start talking about it. And uh, we have no idea what's really going to be said by the end of the episode. And that kind of terrifies us sometimes. But it's fun. It is. It's, it's a lot fun. of fun. I hope you enjoy this. Uh, love we, to hear your feedback, of course. Uh, if you enjoy the series, let us know. If you hate it, let us know as well. We'd like to hear either or. Happy to get any feedback. And I'm looking forward to, um, to hearing from you. So let's talk about, um, I guess, a couple of people that need team. to be on your power team. The Avengers. Um, based on, uh, I guess, your strategy. Because if you're doing something that's more on the local side, where you only buy like in a certain area, a certain, area or certain zip code or certain cities, uh, you're going to need to have a different power team uh, than perhaps uh, we do, where we buy all over the country. It doesn't matter where it is, as long as it's in the United States, we're going to buy it. Um, because we're more married to the returns than we are to the location. So you know, whether it's in Orlando or, you know, in Totesuck Ferry, Arkansas, we don't care as long as it makes cash flow. So let's start with, how right, pick one for from, me from the list uh, or from well, or I your head. list. I, I know what, uh, so working across the country uh, in different states, uh, brokers. So I, I like to deal with at least a handful of brokers. I have my favorites because they're the ones that they really hustle. But I think it's really important that you have more than one money source to fund your deal and let's clarify are you, what kind of broker yeah, are you talking right, about sorry, mortgage uh, mortgage broker sorry a mortgage broker about, my bad like, you're right you're a real estate broker yeah, uh, your stock broker I'm, I'm, well no list I list broker. broker so no not a list broker but uh no so it's a, a mortgage broker uh so someone that helps funds uh your deals and there's different ones and that's why i say you should have more than one each one operates differently. Each one is more comfortable. One's more com We had what, a conversation today, actually. We did. They're more in the hospitality uh, type of lending. And uh, I have another one that does strictly multifamily, another one that does only under four units, which are residential. Some of them that do mobile home parks. Only mobile home parks, yeah. Some so of them do rehabs. They love rehabs. And some of them don't. Well, everyone, we, have, everyone has a different flavor of yeah. what they like and what they're basically their wheelhouses. So the more asset classes you're involved in, the probably the more mortgage brokers you're going to need on your power team so that you have access to uh, the different asset classes. And if you're only doing rehabs, this is your thing. Maybe you're just property flip. Well, then you may want to have only that one or two mortgage brokers that are experts in that field. And then you're always going to be using them to fund your deals. 
And plus, it's not only just for that, it's also to get a competitive LOI, which is a letter of intent. So basically, we're shopping around like anything else. We're numbers driven. Uh, part of the numbers is acquisition of funding. And we want to know what interest rate we're paying. We want to know what the terms are, what the length is. Some of them are bridge loans. Some of them are long-term loans. Uh, some are amortized. Some of them are just interest. Some of them are no interest. Some of them give you a line of credit. So just had one to do a rehab. They You don't pay any interest on it. They say, you know what, we'll just give you... Uh, come up with a conservative number. Let's say five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. They'll, they'll park it there. That's for you. Every time you do a draw, they come out. Mm -hmm. They'll charge you for the draw, a couple of hundred bucks. But they'll say, okay, you did the floors, you did the walls. We're, we're going to draw the X amount, whatever. And if you don't use the full five hundred, that's fine. You don't have to pay for that. And uh, uh, so there's different caveats. I like to have two mm -hmm. and go to those two, those two to get me at least two each. So I have four options for one deal. So mm -hmm. I can look at. You know uh, what percentage they're giving me. That's good math. Terms, you know, yeah, I'm glad this is recorded. I'm still carrying the three. I'm still I, carrying the three. He's still carrying the three from episode number yeah. uh, two. Uh, but anyways, I like to have my options open, and you should. You should like we always say. Well, usually, we always say find things in threes, like five, three property managers. You're going whatever. in depth now. This is. I'm not going in depth. I'm just explaining yeah. why I like to have one. Are you trying to say? I'm, I'm, I'm no, I'm saying that we have. Other members on the power team that we want to go over today. Okay, let's go over to the next. So, <laughs> mortgage brokers. It's the Frank Show. It's mortgage brokers. If you want to know more, we'll deep dive one. Okay, we yeah, will. We'll we deep will dive on the mortgage yeah, that's broker. The idea. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's it's money sources in general. It's mm -hmm. it's not just mortgage brokers. It's anyone that has money that wants to make a high return mm -hmm. that's secured in real estate. That's kind of the answer. Mm -hmm. And the beauty of a broker is they can give you multiple offers from multiple mm -hmm. lenders. And today we had a lender that we actually communicated with, as Frank said, that is competing to beat what we have on the table already. And again, these are asset-based lenders that want to lend in that specific asset class. And the larger the, the property, uh, the, the bigger the, the deal, the more, as the more lenders there are, actually. Because people with a lot of cash, if you have a billion-dollar fund, it's really hard to make large returns on a lot of money. $30,000, it's a lot easier. <laughs> it's a lot easier to make $30,000 uh, grow at, you know, 15% than it is 30 million at, you know, 15%. Yep. If you have 30 million bucks, you know, good luck having a 15% avenue. And if, if you do and you have a good track record, they're throwing money at you. And, and that's kind of the point. I'm going to uh, piggyback on brokers to real estate brokers. Off-market deals are really the bread and butter of what we do. And I think the last four properties that we purchased in the last 90 days uh, were all off-market deals that were brought to us by a broker. We created a great, uh, great relationship with them on, another, um, on a deal that we didn't even Mind. end up closing, and then they sent us another one. Or they know someone that knows someone else, and you know, they, they understand that we have money. We're not retail buyers. This is very clear. We're, we're not ever going to be the highest offer but it's going to be cash and it's going to be quick because we have access to these asset-based lenders that can give us the money fairly quickly. But the guy that we just spoke with uh, says, uh, one in 30 days, no problem, as long as it checks all the boxes, which we already know it does. So uh, having a good series of brokers that are getting these calls from motivated sellers that need to sell quickly and having us as the avenue, you want they're going to call someone for the deal mm. and it might as well be you. You just have to know how to position yourself so you're the person that they call. That's something I pride myself on showing others, even if it's if you've never done this before, that can happen to you 100% of the time. Anything to add to that? No, nope. I'm ready to go cool. to the next. Next one. Next one is a management company. You, uh, we, We've gone over this. This is one of the most important parts of 
your uh, real estate success is having proper management. And see, in our case, because we buy pretty much all over the country, we have to have these relationships with multiple property managers. We ideally like to deal with a property manager that's more national, but that's not always easy depending on where you're buying or they don't cover every single state or every single city. Or they're not licensed. Or they're not licensed, that's right. So uh, we may have a lot more, but in the case of, you know, if, if in your case you want to buy only in your state or in your city, then your relationship with property management is well, you're going to need maybe less than 15 or 20. You can only have your one or two that you work with, that you get comfortable with, you know them, and, uh, and that'll make your relationship a lot uh, easier when you're having your properties managed. Anything else to add on property management? No, we have, we have a whole episode on that yeah, as well. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's, the, that's one of the, probably one of the most important things. Um, I think having a good mentor is also very important. You can definitely try to learn this on your own, I don't necessarily recommend it unless you really enjoy pain and you enjoy learning things the hardest way possible. The School of Hard Knocks is the most expensive and painful school, period. I've been doing this a while. I love mentoring people. Whether you, me or anyone else that you, you know, align yourself with is fine. Just make sure that they're still in the business. Make sure that their intent is really helping you. Anyone that I work with, I don't have a timeline as to when I stop helping them because everyone learns at a different rate. Everyone that I work with is not time-based, it's result-based. So if we engage each other and we say, listen, this is a good fit. Marco, I want you to help me buy 15 units. Uh, We're not going to stop helping you until you get to 15 units and close 15 units, not just get them under contract, of course, but actually close and are cash flowing on 15 units. And if you're at 14, you know, we're going to get to at least 15. That's the point. We're not going to stop helping you. It's not like, oh, time's up. I never understood that style of uh, mentorship. And I understand there has to be sort of a limitation on time. It can't necessarily be like 100 years because then you'll get lazy, right? It's like, ah, you know, it'll never, I got my my whole life. And, you know, when I, I don't think we've discussed this on this uh, series yet, but um, when Frank and I first met five, six years ago, he was under the assumption that I was only going to work with him for a year. And it was already eight months into his mentorship and he was, you know, analyzing everything. He was going through spreadsheets. And I was, I, no matter how many times I told him not to, he did anyway, because that was just his comfort level. And then he, I remember meeting in, at the Marriott in Toronto by the airport, you know, in the lounge. And you're basically saying, man, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm frustrated. You know, I only have a few months left of my mentorship and I haven't bought anything. And I'm supposed to be, you know, at this spot and what the hell's going on. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, what are you talking about, Willis? Yeah, what are you talking about, Willis? You know, you you got me forever until you get to, you know, to the number that that we've agreed on. And I think that made you feel a lot better. Yeah, well, I'm still here. And so we're partners now. And and we part, you know, and he he understood that I, you know, that my heart was into actually helping him, not just having the time tick. And Frank's basically stuck at 14 and never got his 15th unit and just gets them under contract yes. and doesn't buy them. So you can start around. No, no, I'm not like that. But you know what? That's, that's a, that's yeah. a common thing that yeah. people, it's time, even gift cards time out, man. And they expire chips expire. Everything expires. So you figured, yeah, Humans. you can't prolong. I understand the, the, the fact that people educate themselves or learn at a different pace. They do. But typically when you buy shit, like a gym membership, whatever, it ends in a year, man. If you go to the gym and you still look like a slob after one year, too bad for you. You just spent all that money. So I I get it. It was just my assumption. 
Uh, and my wife's assumption. So sorry about that. Don't be sorry. Uh, no, we, yeah. we worked it out. And yeah. we ended up doing, uh, you know, you had a great work ethic. You punched out a whole bunch. Your kids started actually, you, you taught, you empowered your kids to buy stuff, which we're going to talk about in another episode. Mm-hmm. And well, when you said bring the family, I brought the family. You, you yeah, didn't. Yeah, you did. <laughs> there were 11 year olds, but it's, 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 <laughs> hey, man. They count. They're people. Yeah, and uh, um, having a mentor on your power team allows you to get there a lot faster, uh, making almost no mistakes. Mm-hmm. You have to make some. If I don't let you skin your knee, then you're never, you know, never going to learn how to ride the bike. So mistakes have to be made, but you get there so much faster. It takes, on the average person that we work with, uh, about three years to get to yeah. 100, uh, 150 units. If you try to do that yourself, and again, that's with no money of your own. It's forbidden to use your own money. It would take most people a lifetime. In fact, never. They would never get to 100 units or 150 units <clears> using none of their own money. They, they give up a lot uh, very, very quickly because there are roadblocks and there are obstacles that sound terrible. And if you know how to get around them, they actually become pretty easy mm-hmm. and pretty easy yeah. to maneuver around. So um, it also keeps you inspired. And you get to connect with a network of people that are pretty cool. That's how you guys met yeah. Yeah. Um, is, you know, through through different events that we put, did together. So it's pretty cool. So I think mentorship is important. Yeah. It's I, important I, to have a mentor on your power team or more than one. I Sometimes agree. you can have multiple agree. mentors as well. Yeah. And, uh, yep. You got anything else, Frank? Inspectors. Uh, so we were talking about yeah. inspectors yeah. earlier today regarding uh, two other properties that we're looking at. So... Inspectors to have on your power team, it's part of your due diligence that you should be doing. Uh, when you buy something, you want to make sure that the financials check out, but you also want to make sure that the property is sound. There's no surprises when you walk in that there is a roof and uh, it's functional, that there is there plumbing is that plums and there is plumbing that plums. And there's electrical. There are no that, plums in the plumbing. <laughs> if the plumbing doesn't plumb, there's a plum problem. tree. Uh, but <laughs> there's not a plum tree in the plumbing. <laughs> there's not a plum tree. Not that kind of plum, but yeah. Sorry. Yeah. There could be a plum tree in the plumbing. There could be there's a plum, plum, plum tree. Actually, you know what? That's very common yeah, in the clay. It is. In the clay pipes, the roots get in there, and it yeah. could be a plum tree. In Italy, it's fig trees. But, or fig tree, yes. Or whatever. But inspectors, uh, definitely a part of uh, an integral yeah. part of your team uh, right. to go out there to make sure that the property is sound. There are some national ones, and there are some local, local ones. ones. We do with a national one that will literally fly to Missouri. And in Arkansas, we had one. Uh, and he'll go across the country. He's, he's a veteran in this. He actually teaches this. So we're comfortable with him that he's going to provide us with an honest uh, report so we can uh, you know, digest and, and look to see if, it, if the number yeah. still... And the, cool thing, and the cool thing about once you build relationships with these inspectors is they also know what type of buyer you are. They get to know what you're really looking for, what bothers you, what, what things you're comfortable with. And mm-hmm. they'll, they'll, they'll build a report so that it makes it easier for you to actually uh, go out and either make the changes or even renegotiate with the seller if you have to based on, uh, on the items that have a large capital investment required and also that have a, a large or really quick turnaround period needed because of the sense of urgency of the the deficiency. Well, some of these inspectors, if you have a good relationship with them, they'll inspect other properties that, not, not, not for you particularly, but they'll inspect other properties. They're actually a source of a lead. Yeah, they are. Uh, they'll come to you and say, hey man, I just inspected your property, fell through for these guys. The owner asked if I knew anybody in my circle, you know, my wheelhouse and that, that's interested. And they can come to you with those are truly off-market leads. Mm-hmm. And like super duper off-market. Yeah. Yeah. And they're looking for problems, which... and That's what we like solving. What, what, <laughs> The point is that if you live somewhere, you know where the problems are, right? You're there every day and you know what squeaks and what doesn't squeak. And if someone's coming in for the first time, they don't know what they don't know, right? Mm -hmm. And it's important to have someone that knows where the most common problems are, what they look like, and are really trained to look through the bullshit uh, or the veneer of paint 
uh, we bought a property, a hotel, and the owner had put uh, submarine paint on a breezeway on the first floor. And a few months after we bought it, the breezeway collapsed onto the onto the first floor, like literally collapsed while there was someone on the breezeway. And the, the, there's a pizza delivery guy that's, you know, delivering his pizza, knocks on the door, <laughs> and, you know, he collapses down to the first floor. Now, thank God, you know, get injured at all. He just shat his pants, literally. He shat <laughs> his pants. Was he holding the pizza? So and, you know, I don't know. It, I didn't ask about, did you save the pizza? I, you know, he just wow, that's, shat his pants. Well, what's submarine paint, actually? It's like is. really thick paint that hides rust and, mm -hmm. and oh. deterioration. It was, right. it was hidden from us, and it was past the point of... Uh, us being able to go back and say, you know, the, the old owner trying to, you know, screw, screw us over. But, you know, we got a call from the lawyer. And uh, we, if you haven't uh, listened to our asset protection segment, you really should, because there's there's no way that we can be sued. We're sue proof. And uh, there's no money there to, he wasn't really injured, but he did shit his pants. So we gave him a year's supply of underwear. And, you know, uh, as a, <laughs> thank as a you. thank you. We thought that was pretty funny, but I don't think the lawyer did. Mm -hmm. But we didn't get that uh, inspected properly, clearly. And had we done, had we had uh, the inspector at that time that we yep. now use, they would have caught it right away. We're not, I'm not an expert in things that can go wrong on a property. But well, the, the, whole point the inspector is, exactly. And so I wouldn't even need to go see the property. If I have someone that has that knowledge, I can stay home, hang out with my kids and do whatever I want while someone is doing what they need to do in order to protect me from, or you, from making a terrible purchase because a bad deal can really drain you, uh, not only financially, but mentally, and it can cause some severe problems everywhere in your life. Well, they're there to protect you, they're there to protect your mortgage broker, mm -hmm. who's protecting Everybody. the lender, who's protecting everyone, basically, it's, yeah. It's definitely someone that you want on your team, 100%. So. Who else? I got, yeah, I got, I got, I want to just kind of mix two people here is uh, the CPA and the lawyer. You need to have uh, a good one of each. And in, in that case, you, you may only need one of each. The CPA is going to be required specifically, like in our case, we've mentioned this over and over. We buy every property in, in separate entities and we have this large structure. So you want to make sure that, you know, your taxes are filed on time, your reporting is done correctly. And you need someone that really understands all the intricacies of real estate investment, like depreciation. We mentioned depreciation a lot, amortization, all these things have to be taken into account. And you know what? Even I'm, I'm a CPA, but I'm not a tax expert. So it doesn't mean that I know more than anyone else. And I also need a, a CPA that's a tax expert to make sure that gets done right. As far as a lawyer goes, uh, the lawyer is important for multiple reasons. One, to set up your structures, your entities, whenever you want to buy property. Two is to make sure that any agreements that are sent, whether your purchase and sale agreement uh, or if there's amendments made by uh, the seller once you sell them your purchase and sale agreement, you want to have someone review that to make sure that you're not being tied into something that you don't want to that can hurt you in the future. If you're borrowing money from a third party in order to make the deal, you want to make sure that that's being done correctly as well because there's securities laws out there that you know we may yeah. touch on on another episode that, that are extremely important and that's that's one area you don't want to mess up is securities law and so it's important to have a, a securities lawyer on on the team somewhere that can take a look at, at the way you're raising money no that's absolutely good. and when you have a lawyer uh, you need a letter sent out to any of the vendors that you have that are not complying or a tenant when the letter comes from a lawyer, it's always taken a lot more seriously. Or when there's a lawyer that uh, contacts you for bullshit, uh, it's always better if it comes from another lawyer. 
So it's always nice, even from a posture perspective, for that to happen. Now, I know at first you're not going to have a lawyer or, you know, a fancy lawyer or any of that stuff. But these are things that are going to be just part of your business. Like um, you have a light bill, you have, you know, maybe a gas bill, you have a car payment. I have a lawyer payment on retainer. You know, it's something that you just pay every month. So as you start getting more assets and you start getting more beans, you need a bean counter and someone that's going to protect the beans. Mm -hmm. And that's your CPA and your, uh, your lawyer. So very nice to have for sure. Yeah. What else we got on here? Well, recently I went through some re rehab projects. So I have I relied on a general contractor because you most see, properties that you do buy, you know, like we buy properties with an upside. And sometimes that upside involves more than just replacing the management that's not performing. It involves putting some capital into it to make it more competitive, to get more, maximize your rent. So in order to do that, you need to do some repairs or we're doing a rehab project. So having a good GC, a general contractor, or a crew, and that everything has to be under a general contractor, or having a crew that can do some of the cosmetic. The general contractor you use for more of the, the heavier rehabs where it involves structural, dealing with other trades like electricians and then plumbers, the plumbers, dealing with the roofers. So when you have a project that involves more than two trades, some states or some uh, counties actually require you to have a GC when there's more than, I think in Florida, it's more than, more than three uh, you have to have a GC on premises because there's only one mm -hmm. master permit that can be filed. And then you have all your individual trades under that. So having someone good that's on your team. Trustworthy. Like it's one of those trades that, where you that, really yeah, need. And it's hard to find. Yeah. A, definitely not painting all contractors with the same brush. But unfortunately, 99% of contractors give the 1% a very bad name. Yeah. I'll let that sink in. Yes. But, okay. It was uh -huh. funny. It was funnier in my head than it was. But it was. Or but, insulting in someone else's. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But. <laughs> You know, it's actually a lawyer joke yes. that I, I, I repurposed. Anyway, enough of that <laughs> crazy, zany stuff. So a GC generally, a good one is uh, worth its weight in gold. So when you get a good one that's honest, uh, that, you know, is a straight shooter that will go above and beyond, uh, make sure you really take care of them, uh, communicate well with them, and they will really take good care of you and save you a pile of money. You know, a GC is going to, a general contractor is going to cost you a little bit more to do the work, mm -hmm. but it's going to, I would rather spend 10% more to do it right the first time than have have to do it six times at half the price, yeah. which can happen multiple times yeah. in this business. And GCs are an excellent source of obtaining new deals. Absolutely. That's, that's all they look for because a lot yeah. of GCs never have money but always find properties that they can fix with. But they always yeah. have a good pickup yes. truck. They always, I always find they yeah. have a nice pickup truck. They have, you know, the, the, the <laughs> top of the line with the, with the double wheels in the back. We'll and cover with, bad debt versus good debt some other time. With the dangling balls <laughs> and the, with the. But you know what they're all, but you know what it is? All the GCs, you know, they drive up, their truck is so clean. It's like, yeah. shit, do these guys even work? But they so clean. <laughs> uh, but again, they do do, they do work. They're, they're your eyes you and, turn and on boots and, on, well, what? What? Yeah. Anyways. But they're your eyes and ears and, and your boots on the ground. They look at the other trades. Um, so, yeah. They're and a great they, source for deals. That's so, in terms of the power team, yes, there's, there's a few more like the title companies and things like that. Mm -hmm. But, again, that would be dependent on if you're in one state or several states. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> there's title companies that deal with several states if they're licensed in there. And there are national title companies as well that you can yeah. use in most states uh, that are title company states. And then if you're dealing in a, in a lawyer state, then it's important to find a good lawyer. And that, that's probably the trickiest part. I don't know by, you know, off the top of my head, how many lawyer states are there? There's like... 
Uh, usually the the New England states yeah. are the new, yeah the New England states. New York, and New York is and Chicago, Chicago well, Illinois. That's Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. So Illinois all the way up to um, all the <clears throat> most of the of the New England states. And you have to have a lawyer of that state when you're when you're buying a property in that state. And you have to get two lawyers. It costs more to close in those states than yeah. it does in, in others, but it doesn't matter. It is what it is. It is right. Yeah. Just so I think those are the core. Mm-hmm. The big yes. power teams, the big ones that you should have and build relationships uh, with. And, and you can have more than one, of course. Private lenders is something maybe we didn't cover. I don't know if we want to go into that. We can We can actually have a whole segment on private lenders yeah. because you are going to need small amounts of capital. And it's always nice to have a stable of those. I think we could cover a whole episode on yeah. yep. private lenders. So uh, stay tuned. We'll stay do that. tuned for those. <laughs> yeah. So those um, are kind of the... I guess the big ones. Yeah, um, and stay tuned because we're going to also deep dive into each of these ones uh, in, in the next couple of episodes so you can have a better uh, understanding of how to find these people and what you're looking for and so that you can build the appropriate power team for your business. And the expectations as well. I think right. it's important to know what you're looking for and how to communicate that so when you are communicating with them, they know that you know what you're looking for. Because if they don't know, then you're going to possibly marry yourself or tie uh, yourself to someone that really can't help you that well. So it's important to associate yourself with the right group of people that have the right skill sets for exactly what you need in this business. So, yeah, great episode. Short and sweet. And I hope you learned a lot. See you soon. If you like this episode of Big Fat Real Estate Checks, then show some love by leaving a comment and a good rating. Also, as a thank you for tuning in today, we've got a special free gift. The journey to passive cash flow for a life starts by finding deals, and it's easier than you think. Simply go to getdealsbytuesday.com, enter your email address, and we'll send you a free quick start course called Deals by Tuesday. Even if it's 11 p.m. Monday night, this course will show you how to find discounted real estate deals by Tuesday. It's that fast and simple. Go to GetDealsByTuesday.com and start your journey toward life-changing cash flow today. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode. Mm